0: Welcome to this special bonus episode of CBL Speaks. We've asked our recent interviewees about important topics for our listeners and collected their responses to share with you in these many topical episodes. In this episode, our CBOs share resources, including readings, podcasts, and organizations that they found helpful in their roles.
1: There's a couple books. They're they're easy reads. Many of them are on Audible. Mm-hmm. If you're like me and you you're the, the you're the driver and you like to drive rather than fly, you just listen to one of them on the on the on the drive, and it's the best pastime I think. Uh, Lencioni's Five Dysfunctions of a Team, Carol Dweck's uh, Growth Mindset, and uh, Brené Brown's Dare to Lead. Uh, those would be the three most influential books that I've read uh, as a leader that uh, I believe framed how I am and how I manage uh, today they are really the books that, that you read and your mind is blown if you've never read a a management book or you've you've read those typical ones that you might get in your uh, MBA program this is definitely a new way of thinking and uh, and they're all very productive I don't think there's much to any of them that would be controversially wrong. They're ex- all three experts in their field and uh, excellent uh, authors. I would say these three books are, are the must reads for any aspiring leader.
2: Recently, I particularly have enjoyed a, a book called The Ideal Team Player. It kind of really reemphasizes this um, collaboration um, of uh, teamwork and partnerships, you know, there's a focus on emotional intelligence and humility and hunger for your job. And then the last thing I would suggest is we can't forget because it's so important and part of the fabric of what we do is diversity, equity, and inclusion. And so um, there is a fantastic speaker that I was introduced to when I was in the UNC system, um, Justin Jones Fusu, who is an author and a speaker. Um, and he and ha- has been a great resource for me as I have tried to figure out how I can help Um, further DEI in in the work that we do day to day.
3: I have been reading Charles Person. The book is Buses Are A Coming. It's a memoir of the Freedom Riders. And so that's, this is a conversation that's permeating through our students, faculty, and staff with a variety of book studies. And I have Found it really helpful to understand and have empathy, particularly with questions of ethnicity and race. Um, So I would highly recommend that. I have found crucial conversations by Carrie Patterson to be really helpful as a chief business officer. Five dysfunctions of a team you can't have a fear of conflict. Um, And sometimes in a Christian environment, we tend to be a culture of nice and avoid conflict. And so being able to do conflict well is important. When I came into my role, I interviewed my co- my colleagues, my cabinet colleagues and said we're going to have conflict. Let's decide now how we do it well. And so crucial conversations are important. And then for me personally and this this book is probably years in my past but it changed my life and caused me to consider Chief Business Officer it's a book called Courage and Calling, Embracing Your God-Given Potential and it's by Gordon T. Smith
4: Always uh, Nakubo, always, always, always um Always go to the Nakubo site. I, I, I have a funny story to tell. When I was a young girl uh, and a new manager, um, my senior VP came to me and said, We're going to join Nakubo. And I ordered Nakubo's book. I called it the Blue Book. It actually came with a paper cover, but I took the paper cover off. And I called it the Blue Book. Um, that is where I learned what I needed to know about all facets uh, of you know, higher education and all facets of administration and finance. Also, so that became like my my book. I, I held on to the blue book. And if I needed to know something, that's where I went. Uh, two other areas I would encourage uh, folks to go to, and that is um, AGB, the Association of Governing Boards. You need to know what boards are thinking, no matter what level of the organization you're at. You need to know where they're at so that you can inform the community as well as the board uh, about um, issues related to or the challenges related to um, higher education. Um, and then obviously being having a network, whoever your network is, um, whether that's the black administrators, whether that's your ACLIA, which is the Association for Law Enforcement Officers, you have to have a network of people. Uh, as a leader uh, that you engage with, that you talk about practices that you use for benchmarking um, and support and whatever you need, um, you have to have that network. And so, you know, those in the business in the higher education business are going to rely on Nakubo and, and our, and our regional area folks. Um, but we're also going to rely on those other networks, women's associations, Uh, you know, chambers of commerce, whoever we need to connect with, we have to connect with those folks um, as a resource uh, to get a pulse of what's going on. uh, Or like I said, to have somebody to fall back on when you don't know what to do. So obviously, uh, in my position, I keep up with the Chronicles of Higher Education, but I do uh, also like to listen to uh, business leadership podcasts. Again, you know, just improving my professional development, not only from a technical aspect, but from uh, a social standpoint and understanding that my my colleagues and my team members have different Um, needs, different wants, you know, they have different motivating factors, so really it's getting a better handle on how I can be a better manager to my team members for us to work as a team uh, moving forward.
2: Um, that there are a lot of resources available for higher education. Um, The first stop is always uh, Nakubo. There's just a wealth of information there. But for HR, there's CUPA for technology. There's EDUCAUSE for facilities. There's Apple. There's all these higher ed resources, AGB. They're great. I think people will know how to find them. But if I were to offer advice on resources, I I might... um, just suggest that uh, we also make space um, to, to follow the news and the economy more broadly. I happen to subscribe to Quartz. It's a, it's a news publication. It comes condensed and it keeps me apprised of business news and economic news. But what I love about it is it also provides articles about trends, say uh, job market trends or um, uh, trends that are happening in the economy that are sort of useful, that are useful for CBOs to be aware of because we need to understand what's happening for families who are trying to pay for an education, we need to know um, what the job market is because we're recruiting in a very competitive job market for talent, uh, and we don't have a lot of time in the day, so I think there are many options for getting kind of some condensed news. That's just one that um, has really worked for me, so i um, point that one out.
5: So, when thinking about things to expose to, uh, there's an obligatory post to the professional organizations that we engage in. So, I believe that, you know, Nakubo has been a huge resource to me developing and building that context and what's uh, facing higher education in our business. But I think it's super important to extend beyond just the challenges that we face from business officer roles into some of those peer organizations. So, uh, Educause with our IT colleagues and the Association of Institutional Research, with for our research colleagues, I think, uh, open a whole set of uh, resources and dialogues that could be really useful to fleshing out our understanding of what's going on and opening the doors to some collaboration. Uh, I also encourage everyone to stay abreast of what's going on in higher education, even if that means, you know, the Chronicle of Higher Education, Inside Higher Ed, some of the other periodicals that that focus on our business and industry. The, the last plug that I'll make is for some emerging research that's happening uh, around higher education. And one of my favorites is the work that Doj, uh, Dr. Raj Chetty does out of Harvard. Um, originally, it was called the Equality of Opportunity uh, Project. But they do some really interesting work pulling governmental data and using that to help illustrate how higher education institutions do or do not succeed at improving the economic circumstances of the people in the communities around them. And I think that type of work is really important both to the nuance of us understanding what it is that we're doing, but also to being really clear-eyed about what our missions are and how all of these things that we're deciding day to day may or may not be helping in the the grand scheme of everything that our society is facing.
0: Today, we heard from Charuz Rupafar, Sarah Thorndike, Kim Hadley, Janet Warmack, Christina Dalton, Sherry Mandu, and Brad Kendricks. You can find full episodes of CBO Speaks from all of these CBOs by visiting Nakubo.org under Professional Development and then click Podcast or by subscribing to CBO Speaks in Apple Podcasts to get the latest episodes instantly.